All right, guys, welcome to another edition of Fix Your Franchise. Fix it. There's another fix it for you. Unfortunately, it's not Big Tug, but it is Coach Red filling in for the fix it. Holler out right now. But you got a twosome again today. And lucky for you, we are into the playoff teams right now. Playoffs. So we are fixing franchise for the real deal right now. It's fixing franchise. I'm Adam Dirty. I'm here with Coach Red. Like always, I'm going to send it to him right now. We're doing the Philadelphia Eagles today. They made it to the playoffs, but now they probably want to, I don't know, win a playoff game, maybe even win a Super Bowl. Who knows? But the only way that we will know is by listening to Fix Your Franchise. Coach Red, how do the Eagles make it to the next level? I think with the Eagles, they're they're in an interesting spot. You have Jalen Hurts, who took a step forward in year two, became a more complete player at times. I think Nick Sirianni, their head coach, did a very good job of tailoring the offense to him. But there was a lot of times where you saw some big-time deficiencies where there'd be times where you were into the fourth quarter and he was sitting with about 100 yards of passing offense, which you really can't survive long-term in the NFL with. Good thing that they do have is they do have pretty adept at the running back position with Kenneth Gainwell, Boston Scott, Miles Sanders. It puts you in a very good spot for them to succeed. Where they've had issues is in the wide receiver room. They spent a lot of high draft picks on wide receivers that, that haven't necessarily panned out. Jalen Rieger, J.J. Arcega-Whiteside. One they did hit on was Devonta Smith. A lot of question marks around him with his size coming into the NFL last year, but he actually played very well. And he was the third wide receiver taken behind Jamar Chase and Jalen Waddle, but still had a very productive season. I think with the Eagles, their offensive line, which was a big issue for them, has got better. They're really only looking to fill one hole with Brooks retiring. That leaves a left guard spot open. But this defense is kind of what's kept them in games. And they go out and get Hassan Reddick, who was a one-year flyer for the Panthers, who tallied over 10 sacks. They reworked deals for Derek Barnett and Fletcher Cox to come back. They bring back Anthony Harris at the safety spot, even though he's 30 years old right now. Getting Boston Scott back is good. But they go get another guy that I think is a very intriguing piece, and that's Zach Pascal out of the Indianapolis Colts, who has been their number two or three wide receiver. Yeah. I think that he could be a good security blanket for Jalen Hurts, even though I think they still do need to address that position here this year. And that's actually a great idea, the Pascal thing, because I think he would be a great fit for that team. And they didn't I mean, pay him much money. I mean, here's the thing. Here's the thing that I don't want the Eagles to do. I don't want the Eagles to treat Hurts like the Seahawks treated Wilson in his last couple of years. I'm not saying his whole career, but the last couple of years, the Seahawks 
kind of took advantage of the fact that he was a good running quarterback. So I think like giving Hertz a little more of an offensive line would be my first go-to as far as the Eagles go. Because like you said, they have these weapons already. They, he has safety valves. And I just don't want to see him scrambling unless it's like a design play. Well, they had three picks in the first round this year, but after the trade today with New Orleans, they only have two. So they traded pick 16 and 19 for pick 18, as well as a first rounder next year and a first rounder of the, or a second rounder of the year after that, and also picked up, I believe, a fourth rounder in the deal. So they're hedging their bets a little bit by getting additional capital for next year in case Jalen Hurts doesn't work out. But I think what that does is it allows you with those two picks that you have at 15 and 18 to really help solidify things. So Tyler Linderbaum is traditionally a center who's one of the more technical interior offensive linemen out there. You did the same thing by taking Landon Dickerson last year, who was a guard or guard center combo. I think you can do the same thing with Linderbaum and put him at your left guard. And when Jason Kelsey decides to hang it up, it gives you a very solid, formidable twosome with Landon Dickerson and Tyler Linderbaum. Or if you want a guy that has a little bit more guard tackle versatility, Zion Johnson out of Boston College is an absolute stud who is definitely going to be available in this range. I think if you take either one of those two to fill in at left guard now and then potentially make a move later in their career, you wouldn't be hurt by that. And then with your other pick, best player available. That's all I want to see. They could take, they could use a safety, you know, Jalen Petre, Daxon Hill, guys that are definitely going to be available, but it would be somewhat of a reach. Or do you want to go in the wide receiver pool again? I don't, but they might. Maybe you go after a best edge player available or corners. I mean, you're sitting there at corners with Darius Slay, who's well above average, but I think your other starting quarterback right now is Avante Maddox. That doesn't excite me. Go get a Andrew Booth, junior out of Clemson. Go get Trent McDuffie out of the University of Washington. Those guys can play. Get them on this roster. Help solidify this team more as a whole to take pressure off of Jalen Hurts. Because I think that's going when you're going to see is the best version of him. This guy had a lot of success at the University of Alabama before Tuatunga Loa takes over, then goes to Oklahoma after the train of if you transfer here, you might win a Heisman when Baker Mayfield did it, and then you followed that up with Kyler Murray. Then you have him go play for Lincoln Riley and Jalen Hurts, and he had it probably his most complete year and showed himself more as a passer. I think that that's diminished a little bit since he's gotten the NFL. So do everything you can to put elite talent around him so that way you're putting him in the best spot to succeed. Or to like show some of those skills that he hasn't got to show off yet. Yeah, get some wide receivers with separation because one thing, Devonta Smith is not a big wide receiver, but in the red zone, Jalen Hurts feasts on him because of his get off and his route running ability in short spaces. If you can find guys that can get open in short spaces, I think this is a team that's set up to go after the 49ers mold, your team. Mm-hmm. Get guys that catch the ball near the line of scrimmage 
are yak monsters. Are you going to go find yourself a Debo Samuel right now? No, but they also had a Brandon Ayuk who, when they feed him the ball, is very good. Yeah. You have a good tight end in Dallas Goddard as well. That is not on the same level, but he's but he's definitely in that tier two of tight oh, ends. Like he's, he's a great wide receiving yeah. threat. And then you get that run game going a little bit. Now you got play action going. Yeah. Do like a quick, a quick hitter. Give me eight yards every play. <laughs> yeah. And then he can go scramble. Then yep. we talked about the other side of it, flip it around to the defense. I think if you take an interior offensive lineman with one of these picks, best defensive player available, whether that's going to be a Wyatt Davis from the interior that has edge possibility to go get after the quarterback, whether that's a linebacker in Devin Lloyd or Nicobe Dean, this is a team with the Eagles that has for years not addressed the linebacker position in the draft. Like they hate it. They hate it doing it early. If you're going to do it, if you want someone to be a heart and soul guy, Nicobe Dean's that guy for me. He flew around the field and was the unquestioned leader of a Georgia team that is going to have probably four first round draft picks if you include Nicobe Dean in that. And they're going to have more from that team in years to come. And this guy was the unquestioned leader, the heart and soul. If you're looking for a guy to rally your team as a young pup, as you like to say, young buck, Nicobe Dean Dean on this defense would help solidify that center tremendously. I think that would be a good thing for him too. Because of also the amount of picks they have after that. Because you could like grab a couple cornerbacks maybe. I mean, not maybe a couple, but like grab a cornerback and like, Round four. And or round two. Round two, round three. Or round two, three. I mean, you could get someone studly. Yeah. There, there are They've going, got a lot of picks. And right now they have five picks in the top 101. Like, go find yourself some players. Like, this is a team that has a good blend of young and old. They've got yep. some guys that have been in the league for a while. Those those blue hairs, is, if you will, you know. You've got Derek Barnett, Fletcher Cox, Anthony Harris. You've got Jason Kelsey, who's one of the more respected centers in the league. You've got those guys. And then you have some of those guys that are coming around to second contracts, like Dallas Goddard. Yeah. Like, you've got good play. you got Darius Slay with a ton of experience out there. Continue to address this team. I feel like Hassan Reddick was a big get for them in the edge because they didn't have to break the bank for him. And they're still clocking in about 15 mil left in cap space. And arguably, they've got one of the best backup quarterbacks that I think in the league in Gardner Minshew. The dude went one and one one last year. (laughs) He does what a backup does, kept you at 500. But when you saw Dallas Goddard's numbers start to expand, it was in the game that Gardner Minshew started. And then Jalen Hurts like, damn, I need to get the ball to Dallas Goddard catch. more. <laughs> like Dallas Goddard, I think in that game with Gardner Minshew, racked up like 150 yards receiving the first, the first go around. But this team does have to get more complete. You look at their playoff loss to the Buccaneers, and work. it wasn't even close. Wasn't even yeah. close. 
So how do you do that with this team? Go get young talent, and you got to keep that young talent on this team. Yep. And I think that Jaguars team that was talking-ish to Tom Brady, basically. They lost, but, I mean, that Jaguars team was – It was close. The young Bucks. And well, it was close in this one. It was not close in this one because they didn't have a fire. So, like, bring some of these young kids in. Yeah, light a fire. Like, just get a little angry. So you can fly, Eagles, fly. Ka-ka! Fly, Eagles, fly. Yeah, get a little angry. Be an eagle again. Yeah, y'all are acting like pigeons out there. <laughs> Nine and eight. That's pigeon numbers. The thing, too, with them making that trade they did with the Saints today, which this episode will be released on Wednesday, so it won't be the exact day we're recording on a Monday. But that pick not only helps our draft capital this year, but it helps them tremendously in the coming years. Getting a fir- Having two firsts next year is going to be yeah. huge. Having an additional second the year after that, you not only – you didn't hurt yourself by having those three picks at – 15, 16, and 19 to now having 15 and 18. I think that they're in a good enough spot where they feel like, all right, I'm hedging my bets with Jalen Hurts, but if he exceeds expectation, we have the door open for so many things come next draft. And if he takes that step forward, you're going to see those busts or guys that haven't panned out like a JJR Sega Whiteside that'll be moving on you'll be getting established veterans if you can take that next step up to step in and really want to come play for this team. And you need to filibuster for me for a minute because I'm going to look up this stat that compared Jalen Hurts first X amount of games versus Lamar Jackson's first amount of games. And the numbers are pretty on par. And I'm sure they are. I I guarantee you they're pretty close because I've seen that kid have some crazy games to where if I was an Eagles fan, I would definitely be excited about him because right. he has a, he has a potential of really being that kind of quarterback. All right. I've got, I got the stat pulled up through their first 15 starts, Lamar Jackson, 4,120 yards, Jalen hurts. 4,115 yards. Lamar Jackson, 26 TDs. Jalen Hurts, 29 TDs. Lamar Jackson, 12 turnovers. Jalen Hurts, 11 turnovers. Lamar Jackson, 213 first downs. Jalen Hurts, 209 first downs. I think with... That is insane. I had never heard those numbers before. So I think with Jalen Hurts, the thing with him (laughs) is consistency. Because you'll look you'll look for one quarter and he'll be playing out of his mind and then he'll be quiet for two to three. He needs to be consistent throughout the game. So that way he's not having to make those comebacks. He's not having to rely on his legs. Cause a lot of these touchdowns to and first downs up, I was about to legs. bring up comebacks because that does skew the numbers a little bit because Jackson's numbers for the most part, I feel like, they were in the lead. Hurst numbers were coming back, like trying to make a comeback kind of thing. Yes. 
So even though they're very similar, they're not similar in the way the games were going because I feel like Eagles were making comebacks. Those were fourth quarter numbers. I mean, Jackson was doing that during the second quarter, busting out a 50-yard run, whatever it might have been. But so the numbers are skewed a little bit as far as that goes because there's details a little bit deeper than just the numbers. But just looking at those numbers, that just shows his potential. So if I'm an Eagles fan, I'm stoked about those numbers. Are you kidding me? Yeah. I mean, you'd like to see the passing improve, but you look early on in Lamar Jackson's career, the passing numbers weren't there 100% either. He was, was not super consistent with finding guys. But once he started hitting tight ends, that Ravens team started flourishing. So I like to see Dallas Goddard really take that next step forward with Jalen Hurts as quarterback. And I want to see Font Smith get more and more touches. And then yep. if you're bringing in another wide receiver in this class, get them integrated quickly. And then Jalen Rieger is an over-the-top guy. And you know what? Jalen Hurts might not have the best deep ball, but he has one. Just let Rieger go fight for some balls. Take some chances. I know those interception numbers are down, but you get, sometimes you just got to risk it for the biscuit. Yeah, let him go for it. Because that's kind of league rant. You got to let it fly, man. Fly, yeah. Eagles, fly. Fly, Eagles, fly. Because you're also, and this is the second team in a row that we've talked about, even though now we're in the playoff teams. But this is another team that's in, an, in a winnable division. Dallas, Dallas I would say, didn't get better this offseason. No. Eagles. Did. Did, yeah. They're, clo- they're closing that gap, and I think the Washington Commanders think that they've taken a little bit of a step forward, and I don't know what the hell. I think that the Giants, by hiring Brian Dable, is going to help, but you're not going to see that on the field this year. I think that with it's this Eagles team, they were the surprise it. team to make it into the playoffs last year. We had talked about – I think it was a me and Tug episode where we talked about the Eagles, and it wasn't – a lot of fanfare on our side because we were worried about Jalen Hurts in year two. We were worried about the production at wide receiver. We're worried about how they were going to find a way, even in a lackluster division. And they didn't blow up, but they made steps in the right direction in all of those things. Huge steps. Yeah. I think Sirianni should have gotten a lot more cred for coach of the year because to take the, Eagles team that he inherited to bring them where they were. Granted, they were a year um, a year removed from making the playoffs and a few years removed from winning a Super Bowl, but they took a drastic slide after Carson Wentz started seeing ghosts. That's why they took Jalen Hurts in the second round. Yeah. That's why they decided to go with them going forward. So I think that this Eagles team is in a good spot to continue to progress and I think a lot of it's going to be built up on the young guys that they take in this draft and the guys that they have taken in the last couple of years, really finding their footing and taking those next steps forward. Yeah. I also think it's about finding like their guy again. Yeah. Like Nick. That's also why I like Minshew as a backup because he is a great base for a team. Like people rally behind the mustache. 
They do. They rather the stash. And I mean, like I said, they're they're in a division to where they could easily be the best in the division. Yeah, they're they're right in the mix. When you look at Dallas that lost God, they lost Connor Williams. They lose Amari Cooper. Cooper, yeah. I mean, that doesn't help. They lose Lael Collins. Like, their offensive line didn't get better. Yeah. Their wide receiving core didn't get better. <laughs> so Washington is still lost. Yeah, they go they I go mean, make a play at quarterback and not really a ton else outside of that. And their defense, when healthy, can be elite. But you need to see and progression and you need to see Curtis Samuel on the field. But I think with the Eagles – with what they put on tape last year, they were a big surprise. They won some games that they shouldn't have won. But it's that's a great way to build. That's, that's that, how you yeah. keep building. You have a yep. coach. You have a you have a quarterback who was first year as a full-time starter. You had a first-time head coach. Like, this, that's good for your franchise, folks. Yeah. Like, Pull don't sleep on ones. Don't sleep on this team because if that's what they could do in year one, Imagine what we're not hoping for a sophomore slump, but imagine what they can do in year two. Another full offseason working together and preparing and getting ready. I think yeah. this run game could be dynamic with the amount of weapons that they implore in the running game. When you have Sanders healthy, Boston Scott is a little electrifying back, and Kenneth Gaywell's got some size to him, and he can bully people around. When you run those sets where you do have your quarterback involved in the run game, like a like a Baltimore Ravens squad like they do with Lamar, yeah. Yeah. it adds things to your offense. Then the play action game gets even more dangerous when you get those loaded boxes. When you can be when you could be diverse in certain position groups. When you run two tight ends out there and you can bully for five yards in the running game, then run then run your play action stuff with Dallas Goddard still on the field, yeah. you're in a good spot. You don't got to be able – you don't got to have a quarterback that can throw it 80 yards. You can throw it 60, and you're still going to win games. <laughs> just just still have an elite arm. You don't yeah. have to throw it 80, but 79 would be appreciated. That'd be fine. <laughs> Jeez. But their team took steps forward last year. I expect them to take more steps forward this year in year two. I think they're a team that should be right in the thick of things come playoff time not only just as a wild card, but possibly in their division. Yeah, I, I'm totally behind that. There's no way that they shouldn't be. I mean, they would really – yeah, it would be a rough season if they didn't because they're, they're right in there. They have all the pieces, and they're putting more pieces together. They've got, lots, they've got lots of draft picks. I mean, they can really fill this roster out. And, yeah, I mean, I would not be surprised if they won a division. I mean, shoot, they've got seven picks in the top 154. Yeah. That's – go get talent. Draft good players. Fill holes, but draft good players. Exactly. I think that's basically what they need to do. And that's going to do it for our Eagles episode because all you have to do is fill some holes, drop good players. You guys got it. 
I mean, hell, you're in the playoffs. Got a little embarrassed in the playoffs, but that's right. At least you made it. Not everyone makes it. Guys, we're in the playoffs right now. We're doing playoff teams. So, I mean, it's getting a little bit harder for us to fix franchises, but we're still fixing them. Still doing it. We're not going to stop. So we're still fixing franchises, even though we're in playoff mode right now. But we appreciate you guys listening. We love y'all. We'll see you next time. Peace.